lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in Los Angeles. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Welcome back, I'm Jenna. I want to dedicate this week's class to Ora Bas Miriam a cousin of ours who recently passed away. This class should be an aliyah for her neshama and a scent for her soul and a comfort to her family. I want to speak about how we can view brokenness, failure, setback, loss, heartbreak in Judaism. And I was inspired to speak about this because of this week's Parsha, where the Jewish nation waits anxiously for Moshe to come back down from Mount Sinai after 40 days with the Torah. And I know this sounds very like, uh, you know, oh, how are we supposed to believe that Moshe went up the mountain by himself and spoke to God? And I mean, the whole thing sounds not so credible, right? Like anything could have happened up there. (laughs) It's just Moshe. But as we know, and as I've spoken about before on the podcast, especially in the episode on Shavuos, when I first started the podcast, that there was a mass revelation. We are the only religion in world history that claims that God revealed himself to more than one person at one time. Actually, we claim that Hashem revealed himself to millions of Jews at one time and began to give over the Torah, but then it was basically too much (laughs) for the people to take, and they told Moshe to go up and get the rest of the Torah himself. So Moshe was supposed to go up for 40 days and 40 nights, and the Jewish people calculated, and they realized he was late in coming back, and some of them began to doubt. And so what did they do? They built, not all the Jews, but some of them built a golden calf, as a way to have an intermediary to connect to Hashem. Their intentions might have been good, but it was a huge sin. I mean, it's it's idolatry. It was a big sin, and it was a big failure on the part of the nation. So when Moshe comes down and sees what happens, he's holding the the two tablets, um, the Ten Commandments. He sees what's going on. He literally throws the tablets. He smashes them, and they smash into pieces. The tablets are called the Luchos in Hebrew. And the Torah never tells us what happens to, the, to these broken luchos, these broken tablets, but the Gemara does. The most important vessel in the Mishkan, the Mishkan was the tabernacle, the kind of like temporary temple that the Jews had in the desert. And then eventually when they came into the land of Israel, they built the base of Migdash, the holy temple. We had a first one and a second one. And in the Mishkan, in the base of Migdash, was the Aron, the holy ark. And that was stored in the Kodesh Kadoshim, the holy of holies. And inside the Aron, the Ark, are the Luchos, the tablets, because eventually the Jewish people got a second pair of tablets. But what I never knew was that the Gemara says that the broken and shattered pieces of the first set of Luchos, the first tablets, were gathered, collected, and carefully placed in the Aron to sit right next to the whole and complete second set of tablets. So the Aron, the Ark, kept both a complete set of Luchos of tablets as well as the broken pair of tablets. So the question is, why were the broken pieces saved? It's interesting because when we break something, at least especially in today's generation, our inclination is to throw it away immediately. You know, we don't want to spend time fixing it. We'll just buy a new one on Amazon. It'll be here in two days, free shipping, (laughs) you know? So it's very interesting that these pieces were carefully collected and saved. Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg, who is the senior rabbi of the Boca Raton Synagogue, 
He has a beautiful explanation for this. The broken pieces, he says, represent our failures and our mistakes. And the fact that these pieces were saved reminds us that our failures and mistakes are not to be discarded or eliminated or forgotten from our memory. He says we can only succeed when we remember the broken experiences and use the lessons learned as springboards for success. He says the challenge is to carry both sets of luchos with us, to take pride in our successes and to seek to repeat them and to recall and learn from our failures and be determined to transcend them. This, he says, is the lesson we learned from the golden calf, not that the Jews made a mistake, but how they learned from it or how we learned from it and move forward. So I think that's an amazing and a beautiful idea, and I want to go a little bit deeper. There's a rabbi named Rav Itamar Schwartz who wrote an amazing book called Bilvavi Mishkan Evne, Building a Sanctuary in the Heart. And I actually first came across this book when I merited to meet privately with Rav Moshe Weinberger many years ago. He, he gave me this book. And this book talks about how we can really build a space for Hashem in our hearts. And the author of this book says that the shards of the first set of the luchos, of the tablets, represent the root of all shever, of all brokenness and destruction in the world. And obviously there's many branches that stem from this root. You know, it could be times when we fail, when we feel down in the dumps, when we've become weakened, when we feel like broken pieces. Anyone who's experienced a big failure, setback, disappointment, the loss of a loved one or a broken heart can relate to this feeling of brokenness. So Rav Schwartz says that the Aron, the Ark, which houses the tablets, represents the Torah. And he says the fact that both tablets are in the Ark signals that the Torah contains not only that which is perfect and complete, which is represented by the second pair of tablets, but also contains that which is broken. And this is one of the things I love about the Torah. It's so real. It's so all-encompassing. You know, our leaders and our ancestors' mistakes are recorded. They're not perfect beings. They're people who face challenges and made mistakes and learned from them. Sometimes I have this feeling like if I make a mistake or I do something which might distance me from Hashem, I feel like outside of the Torah. I feel outside of that realm. But what's so amazing about this imagery of the ark containing both the tablets is that even when I make mistakes, even when I'm not acting up to my potential or exercising my free will in the right way, I'm still within the realm of the Torah because Torah encompasses all of reality. I still have the opportunity to connect to Hashem at the next moment. Because as we've spoken about before, I learned this idea from Rav Moshe Weinberger, each moment is a brand new moment in reality, and we can recreate ourselves at every moment. So just because I made a mistake one moment ago, I have the opportunity at every moment to connect to Hashem. So I think Hashem wants our hearts. He wants all of us. And within our hearts, we have tablets or parts of us that are whole, so to speak. And we also have broken pieces, our brokenness that we carry with us within our hearts too. And that's okay. We have to take it with us and do the best we can. Rev Schwartz says something else amazing. He says that the broken shards of the tablets were able to receive the holy light of the ark, the holiest vessel in the temple. And he says we learn from this that no matter how much we become broken, either in a national sense or in a personal sense, our broken shards, our brokenness can come to reveal light. And he gives the timely example of the Perm story, where many of the Jews attended King Akashverosh's party, even though Mordecai told them not to. And the Jews ended up bowing down to an idol at the party. We made a big mistake. It was a big failure. We forgot who we were. 
Then the announcement of annihilation came. We're going to be wiped out. We're going to be smashed to pieces. What did we do? We repented. We came together and a great light came forth where the Jews were actually saved and Haman was killed. I think this is part of the meaning behind the famous quote by Rabbi Nachman of Breslov that if you believe you can destroy, believe you can repair. I think we need to recognize that our actions have real consequences in the physical and the spiritual realms, but we can remedy our mistakes. And how do we do this? The Torah gives us a tool called tshuva, repentance, where we admit to Hashem what we did wrong. We apologize, we regret it, and we resolve not to do it again out loud. And I think this is why Yom Kippur is a joyous holiday. I spoke about this um, when it was Yom Kippur because we're given another chance. And it's the same with Purim. We were given another chance. And actually, these two holidays are linked on a, on a mystical deep level. Our sages actually call Yom Kippur a day like Purim. We're a people of second chances, of two tablets, of moving forward even with our brokenness. We don't discard our brokenness. We take it with us. We learn from it. Our difficulties and brokenness isn't something we just need to get through so we can resume our lives. They are part of our lives. They're integral to becoming who we are. Our difficulties knock us down so we can rebuild ourselves and become even better and bring more light to this world. The Klausenberger Rebbe, Rebbe Yechusiel Yehuda Halberstam, was the leader of the Sands Klausenberg Hasidic dynasty before the war. He was one of the youngest Rebbe's in Europe at the time. He literally had thousands of followers. And during World War II, his wife, 11 children, and most of his followers were killed by the Nazis in Auschwitz. He literally lost everything. He's quoted as saying, in the war, I lost my entire family. I simply lost everything. But God, I did not lose. How does a person emerge from this type of brokenness? What did he do? After the war, he built a new family. He actually got remarried and had seven more children. He reestablished his Hasidic community, both in Israel and the U.S., and he even built a hospital in Netanya. So this is a person who suffered such tremendous brokenness, and he took it with him, and he brought light into this world. From that brokenness, he was able to take light and bring it into the world. This is my own personal reflection, but I really feel like COVID has smashed the world to pieces in a lot of ways <laughs> and our own personal lives and has just shattered the illusion that we are in control of anything, that we are all knowledgeable and all powerful because we're not. And even with the vaccine, there's no guarantees of anything. And we really become humbled. At least, at least I have, and in, in hopefully, <laughs> hopefully in more ways than one. But what are we going to do with this, with this brokenness? How are we going to move forward in a way that we can bring light into the world? I don't even know if I can fully articulate how, because we're still very in it at this point in history, but I feel like this pandemic is shattering our current reality and helping us move forward into a newer reality with more enlightenment and more light. Anyway, that's what I hope. <laughs> Okay, let's sum up. Moshe smashed the first set of tablets into pieces when he saw the Jews worshiping the golden calf. And these pieces were not discarded. They were actually collected and eventually placed in the ark next to the second whole tablets that the Jews eventually received. The broken set of tablets represent our own brokenness as individuals and as a nation, whether through our own mistakes or failures or losses we suffer. But the fact that the broken tablets are saved in the ark and can reflect its holy light, 
show us that we must move forward and continue to build with our brokenness. And in doing so, we can bring even more light into the world. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and share. And if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful. Take care.